and welcome to Break Free Stories. I'm Shannon Gleason, and congratulations for tuning in today. I created Break Free Stories because over the last few years, I've heard and witnessed stories of breakthrough, grit, and overcoming over and over again from people I admire. I realized I wanted to collect all of these stories and keep them in one space to inspire more freedom for others in my life, in coaching circles, and the audience here, which is you. My own story is full of breakthrough. I'm a single mother of four great teens, two boys, two girls. One amazing son of mine experiences disability. I'm a trauma survivor. I'm a contender breaking off a lifelong battle with anxiety and food addiction. I'm a business leader. I launched my own business eight years ago, and it's changed my life forever. All these breakthroughs partnered with my faith have introduced me to others with parallel incredible stories, including the Breakthrough Tribe, where our community lives out daily courage, we envision our best lives, and where we share stories of great health. I know you, um, I just know you're going to enjoy my guest today. I can't wait for you to hear Sophie's story of breakthrough to freedom. Welcome, Sophie. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah. So Sophie, share with us a bit about who you are and how we know each other. Okay. So um, who I am, ultimately, I, there's so many different things. It's like, where do we begin? But um, we first met each other at Nordstrom, 100%. And then actually, when I went to school in Lake Oswego, I used to see your family around. But it wasn't until I started coming to the collective that we completely connected. So God just had plans. Yes. And the collective for you guys that don't know, that's the church that we attend here in yeah. Oregon. Yes. And so that's where you go and that you're a part of that ministry. And um, so we've been able to do a lot. We did um, in uh, a retreat or a women's study kind of immersion last year called Forging Diamonds Together. And Sophie was part of the um, mentorship team for that. And that's where I really got to see you and meet you. And that's where I figured out like, oh, I feel like we've known each other from somewhere else, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It's when you um, have seen someone, but you don't know where. And then once you connect the places, you're like, that's how, like, so cool. It was, it was cool. And it, it's almost like a fun mystery to figure it out and go, I knew I knew you from there. And then you <laughs> just hit it right off and pick up right where you left off from that wonderful time we had together at Nordstrom. It all started <laughs> yeah. at Nordstrom. Oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah. So Sophie, I have some questions for you today that are going to take us into some different areas of your life that you've experienced breakthrough. Our guests and myself included, we have so many examples of it. I don't think that we nearly take enough time to reflect on them. So, but having you on the show today, there's something that the Lord's going to put on your heart that he has for you to share with us today. One of your many stories of breakthrough. So I'm going to ask you some questions and just share from your heart um, what is meant to be shared today. Yeah. Um, so the first question I have is what is a silly habit you had when you were younger that you were able to break? Okay. So, um, this one's really interesting, but actually the Lord brought it up to me the other day. I was thinking of this question and, um, uh, he had told me that I never used to finish anything. And so, that was actually one of like speaking of breakthrough, that was something completely different and um, becoming a part of this culture and this ministry. It was like, once you started something, you had to finish it and complete it. And the Lord actually showed me, um, part of, part of my history is that I was molested from three to about 17. 
And there's a lot of trauma in between there. Um, but the Lord showed me that from my childhood, I never completed anything because I would self-sabotage, um, my life since I didn't know my self-worth or who I was, or, um, I was struggling with, um, self-hatred and a bunch of other things. And so that was one of my, uh, massive breakthrough encounters with, um, Holy spirit that he literally took me on. And so anyways, I just thought that was cool that you asked that question first. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And it's, it's, um, a habit that you see evidence that carried through and that you've been able, and you've been able to experience healing. Part of the ministry that Sophie and I are both involved with is called her voice. It's all rooted in the importance of us going back and healing the wounds that we have that are holding us back from living out in our purpose and true identity as women. And so we're just diving into the deep end of the pool today, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's amazing too, Shannon, because what you think about is when, um, when you struggle with these things, you think you can just move on in life. But when you look back, there's still things that are constantly being affected. So every dream and desire that was on my heart, even though it was so there, I couldn't even finish. So, and you're only 25 years old. Yeah, but (laughs) you've got got all this wisdom and you've had all this healing at such a young age that I'm just so excited to be part of your life and to see what God has next for you. Um, Thank you. So thank you for sharing that with us today. So, so much victory in that story. Um. Okay, next. It might even tie into this. We'll see. Yeah. What is something more recently in your life that you've been freed from? Yeah, I think I think it would go back to the self-hatred and the trauma. So um so I was molested when I, you know, throughout those years. And um there's a lot to my story that I could talk about, but um part of it was God started to take me on a journey of getting healing. And um, I had this one incredible encounter with him where he literally took me through every moment and where he was and how he designed each moment to go. And that wasn't what he had for me. And he literally loved me through each um, ounce of trauma um, and all the sexual abuse and all the things And, um, anyways, I felt like at that point I had dealt with everything. I felt like God had healed me and I moved to Crestview conference center to live out like literally my dreams and, um, got here and I started to have suicidal thoughts and I was like, this is not me. Like Mm -hmm. I am, I mean, I really struggled with people that had said they were struggling with depression or whatever, because I am so positive naturally. I just, I was like, this is not who I am. And I'm so grateful for my life and my husband and my son. And this is literally everything I've ever wanted. And so why am I having these thoughts? And once again, the Lord took me back to a moment in high school um, where a boy had done something to me in a car and I was about 17 And he, um, he showed me that that was something I actually hadn't dealt with and where the enemy was using it, um, to make me not want to live. Wow. 
And so, I mean, so again, it's like the life you've always wanted, the life, you know, uh, you've always dreamed of, you're living, and yet these things just come up. And what was so cool about it, because I've been a part of this culture, is I knew that God's God's only allowing that so that I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not allowing it for me to like live in, you know, um, in like a depressed state and not want to live. He's, he's showing me that there's other areas that I need to reveal to heal. So, so anyways. Oh my gosh. So many things, so many things there that it's, it's interesting. Like when I'm a, I'm a coach for a living and I always say, um, two things. I say when one teaches to learn or when one coaches to learn, or, and I always joke with my team too, like who's coaching who right now? Like you're a guest on my show and I have all the questions for you, but you're teaching me so much about, <laughs> about some things in my life right now. And this is the power of break free stories and why we share, because there's always something in our stories for that person, that next person, that listener that's listening right now, there's something in the story. It's a story of victory. And it's a story of when life shakes us up. We just heard this message on Sunday, shakes us up like a jar of salad dressing with the cap on firm. We're shaking and we're shaking. The cap's not come off yet because it's not time yet for the cap to come off. Um, But it's interesting that you say that about your move because that happened to me just this past June. And of course, you and I are part of the same circle here. And so I'm like, that happened to you too? Because the enemy went after me like that in the same way where we moved and we're moving into um, a home that I dreamed of moving my children into for a long time. And then when the time came for this dream to actually come to fruition, I was overcome with so much crippling anxiety. Like I felt like, I, I dare say it might've even been suicidal. I think I was in denial that I didn't want to admit that that's what it was, but it's interesting how in your story and in my story, it's this time of this shifting or this move and this moving forward that then we have to kind of pull back, sit with the father and really be like, I'm in a war here. And then we become rooted even deeper and then we can move forward in our purpose. Right. It's amazing. Wow. Well, it's cool. It's cool too. Cause that, that, um, that prophetic word about, you know, shaking and all that. Um, the Lord told me, he said, Sophie, have you noticed how everyone's been singing that song? Shake up the ground of all my tradition, shake up the ground of all my religion. Your way is better. And, and he's like, and now I'm doing it. And people are like, Oh no. Oh no. And, And he's like, um, he, he's been saying to me specifically, like, the things I've been praying for, the things I've been asking for are now starting to happen. And now I'm freaked out because the old totally. living became so comfortable. Yeah. And it, um, it, yeah, and I, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to not do everything that God has for me, but it is scary at times. Like just being, just being real, you know, he's calling us all higher. He is. He is. And it's interesting because the, for those of you who are tuning in right now and you're like, wow, they're talking a lot about the Lord and, and, and yeah, because this is a personal relationship with the Holy spirit. And it's something that a, a year ago when I kind of was invited into, um, to, um, by pastor Ben and Heather to visit their collective church. Um, we're holy. It's a Holy spirit church. And it's like, I, all these years I was like, okay, I know who God is. I know who Jesus is. And, but I don't, I haven't heard much about the Holy Spirit. He doesn't get much street cred, you know? And then I'm invited into this um, amazing church that really has taught me that 
we have as believers in Christ, the download, the gift of the Holy Spirit living in us to coach us, to, to give us discernment, to give us comfort, to give us wisdom, to direct our path. And it's almost like, honestly, I feel like a superhero. <laughs> you know how yeah. Iron Man has that chest plate thing? I mean, I'm like fired up with Holy Spirit. And I think even believers, they they don't realize the full gift that's available to them with the Holy Spirit, you know? Yes, and so yeah. All that you've experienced, you've been referring to how he's met you. And maybe my hope is besides celebrating the radical victory in your life and your intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit is that others that are listening will be more aware that this is available. Yeah. You know, well, well, what's so cool about the anointing um, is that it's the power that you get through the Holy Spirit. That's that what you cannot do. So that's, what's actually so freeing is actually, I can't, I can't do it all on my own. So I'm going to need you God to come through. And every time he does, he does. Well, that kind of leads into my next question. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking because I've been talking a lot because I'm getting excited. This is what happens when you get together with, with amazing women who it's iron sharpening iron. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Sophie, what is something you would tell someone who doesn't feel free? Um, I would tell them to never stop, um, seeking out freedom and never stop, um, talking to the Lord about your struggles. It's just an ongoing conversation. And when I look back at my past, um, and what I was going through, it's really interesting because I called on, like, I always knew God was real. I just didn't know he was real for me. Mm. And so, um, I would ask him for miracles for like, for friendships and for people. I just didn't know he could do it for me. And so, um, but when I, but when I would talk to him and when I would, say just God, I just need you to show up for so-and-so. Um, he always did. And so there was like a reliance um, that I knew I could trust him. And the more, the more I um, was in relationship with him and even when it felt like he wasn't listening, uh, I look back and I'm always like, that's where he showed up. That's where he showed up. I could go through my whole life um and tell you like thing after thing after thing. Um, like one as an example is I actually had a skiing accident when I was nine and I had to relearn how to walk, talk, move, right. Everything oh, over again. And they, they had told my mom that, um, I was going to, I had less than, uh, nine minutes to live. And if I did, I'd be in a vegetated state. And so ultimately they just say goodbye. And, um, that's just one of the examples of like my parents just like praying and contending for me since I was that little. And he came through there. Um, there's like miracle upon miracle in that story too. Uh, one is just that when they were going to the hospital, um, they were in Bend, so they didn't know where, where to go. GPSs weren't a thing. We have to remember that <laughs> GPS is yeah. one of thing. So they had like a real roadmap. And they were completely lost. And my dad's saying, uh, do the shortcut. My mom's saying, follow follow me. Like, let's just do the real way. And a random white truck pulls up, pulls down the window and says, that's the wrong map. Follow me. 
They followed this random white truck. They don't know who the person is. My mom thinks my dad knows the person. My dad thinks my mom knows the person. The white truck pulls into the emergency and they never see, never see the person again. And that was it. But, um, I mean that, that's just one example of like how God wants to show up and be miraculous in your life. And there's just time and time again, when I look back, even when I felt like he wasn't around, he was. And so I just think if you're not feeling free, you just, you chase after freedom, you chase after what God wants you to do. And then obedience, because nothing, nothing I did at first was ever comfortable. So we're just, we're just going to do it because God said to do it. And I don't know why. Um, but yeah. I just, I just wonder if anyone listening right now is wondering how it is that you went through all of that, that you shared with us about being molested for so many years. How did you come out of that without being angry at God? That's so interesting. I, um, he always came through for me since I was a little girl. And so there's this really interesting, um, I don't, I, I actually ask him that all the time because I have family members that are angry at God for stuff that happened to them. Um, but when I was little, um, I grew up in a church that didn't really believe in like, you know, God being real and present. And I just remember when they would talk like that, I'd be like, well, that's not, that doesn't sound like the God that like I know. And so I used to just grow up like, like even with parking spots, I'd pray for parking spots and I'd always get them. Mm. And, and he just always showed up in my life and I always believed he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ultimately the encounter that I'm talking about with Jesus that I had, um, that shifted everything was, I just said, if you're just this, this thing in a Bible that I just, these rules I have to follow and then you're in the sky. I'm kind of done, but if you show up real and tangible in my life, I will live for you forever. Yeah. And, and that was, that was when I hit that encounter where God took me through everything and showed me, um, everything that he had like, um, tried to save me from and loved me through. And, um, yeah, I, (laughs) But what, even as a small child, it sounds like you gave him an invitation into your heart and you were yeah, willing to completely understand, but you're like, I want a relationship with you. I want you to be my playmate. I want you to be by my side. I want you to be right there with me through this life, even in the yeah, hard time. Well, and I think he gave me a gift of faith as well. Like good that I didn't even understand I had, but I knew there were certain things and they still to this day, like when God speaks, it's like, I know they're going to happen. Like a hundred percent that's going to happen because God said it. Well, that's the definition of faith. And for those of you, again, that maybe haven't had the opportunity to have an encounter like Sophie has had, we don't, faith isn't necessary unless we have a need. It's a gap mm-hmm. in what the world can give us in comfort with what we desire most. And faith is where we can fill in that gap to, to rely. And, and a lot of times that comes through hard seasons and heartbreak. 
And that's why in the Bible it says when you're weak, you are strong because it's when you need him more and he can fill in that gap for you. So um, be encouraged to just really explore more about what faith is like because it's really worked out well for Sophie here. (laughs) It's a good example, a good example of it. Okay. So this next part are flash questions. So just answer the first thing that comes popping in your head. The first one is, what is your favorite non-food reward? Oh, goodness. Um, probably like a spa day. Spa day. It's <laughs> funny. Now that I ask that question, it sounds like a dog treat. Like <laughs> non-food reward. But um, as women, you know, self-care, we all have our things that we like. So that's great. Spa day is a good answer. Okay, next one. What is a song that you blast when you want to feel free? Revivals in the air. What is it called? Revivals in the air. Revivals in the air. Who sings it? Um, you know? I think it's Maverick City. Maverick City. I can pull, I can pull it up. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's good. That's a good one. We are going to put together a playlist of all of the guests' favorite blast songs. Oh, so yay. Sure. Yeah, and we'll put a link here in um, the story notes, too, for all of you listening. Okay, and the next question I think I might know the answer, but I might be wrong. If okay. you could have a hundred dollar gift card to anywhere, where would it be? Probably Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And you guys, I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but uh, Sophie is a stylist and she's incredibly talented and she's gorgeous. You look more like a model because she's tall and, and she just, you have such a beautiful, confident um, way about you and you're a stylist. Um, <laughs> You totally look like that beautiful girl that works at Nordstrom. Uh, I'm, I'm saying this. I'm describing you because they can't see you because this is an audible. But um, then that's where I met you. And and you've been such a blessing to me in helping me um, spiff up my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Helping so me shop. Sweet. Helping me shop. Yeah, so anytime. I love that stuff. You're so, you have such a gift of helping women feel beautiful with, with your gifts like that. Okay. Next question is the last question. What are you looking forward to most this next season? I think, well, first of all, I'm due. Like I have a baby, I'm going to have a baby in like five or six weeks. So I'm really excited to be a family of four, but really just where God has for me and my family and this team at Telestai, um, I just feel like there's going to be massive. And even for you, Shannon, or anyone listening, I think God's about to take us through some of the best times of our lives. And so I'm just excited for the adventure. I really do believe that the best is yet to come. I do too. And I think that for a lot of listeners, they're battling a lot of fear because there's a lot going on. But again, that that leaves a bit really nice, beautiful gap for our faith to be forged. And when you have women like Sophie in your corner, and hopefully you consider me one of those women, everyone listening, um, just continue to link arms with us because we're going to continue to uh, to just rise up and uh, bring truth and victory through the season as uh, yeah. sisters in Christ, for sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Sophie, for your story today. I loved it. And how about you guys? Are you inspired by today's story? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Click on the link in the show notes or book a time for us to talk about your breakthrough story on my calendar. The link is in my bio on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, the truth is break free is possible. It's your turn. You can join our team anytime. 
For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com. Break Free Stories is created by Shannon Gleason, produced by Katie Casada, and edited by Ray Kruna. Production assistance by Aaron Baldi. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com.